Hello there, everyone. Welcome to another exciting episode. Epicode episode of Tap Calf episode. An episode of Tap Calf Transmissions, the only Star Wars podcast giving you full live coverage of Luke Skywalker and Mary Jade's wedding. I am your host, Corey. And, and truly, what else is happening in the world right now? Yeah, the, it's it's a boring time. I can't imagine wanting to watch live coverage of anything else. Yeah. Uh, so we are talking about the Star Wars Union comics. I am Corey, as I as I said, and joining me is my co-host, the marriage expert on this panel, Mr. Justin Eckhart's Ladder. How are you doing tonight, Justin? I am married and still married since last time we talked, so that's good. Okay. Um, it would have been really awkward if I had gotten like divorced or separated. Yeah. It the yeah. panicked message beforehand, like, I have no idea what I'm talking Don't about. Don't make the joke. Don't make the joke. <laughs> <laughs> Reputation um, in shambles. To be fair, Luke and Mara were only married for what, like 20 years? So I got to make it to that. Yeah, right? but they they were forced married, which is like being married for twice as long. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, this book has double the weddings and um, each one certainly a lot fancier than mine. We had about a hundred guests at my wedding, and it still felt like a lot. Did my, you have my, an attempted terrorist attack on your wedding, though? That's the real. One of my, I'm not actually. I'm not going to tell this story. <laughs> one of my buddies did a terrorist attack in the bathroom. That's all I'll say. Uh, um, well, yeah. isn't there? We know what Charlie was doing at the time you were getting married. Is all I'm going to. Yeah, say no. There. Charlie shit his pants. So Charlie didn't come right, to the well, wedding, but he did shit his pants that day because it was like a stark contrast of our lives there's been too much toilet humor in the last few episodes of the podcast so i'm sorry i have to cut this off here okay fair enough um but so to to outline the next little while for everyone uh as we get into the discussion of a very deep and uh uh dense comic uh, i'll say lots of content to cover yeah so today we are talking about star wars union Next week, we will be continuing on with the Luke and Mara saga with Survivor's Quest. Then the week after that, we will be doing episode 99 as a uh, kind of podcast in review, answering a lot of questions, kind of taking our look at the the Bantam era as a whole and going from there because episode 100 will be Vector Prime. I wonder if we're making a mistake not doing the outbound flight. No, we're not. You don't think? Uh, I mean, if we could add in an episode 99.5 and do Outbound Flight, sure. Why not? Unless you... Do you want to give up the, the question podcast and do Outbound Flight? Then we're doing three books in a row that are quite hefty. Not really. No, not really. We can save it. It'll be a nice chance to revisit old yeah. the Ronnie boy. And Outbound Flight came out, uh, I think, substantially after uh, Survivor's Quest. So I am kind of looking forward to getting it like covering it in order that it came out in, but still yes. knowing kind of how it got fleshed well, out. Well, Outbound Flight ends up answering a lot of the questions, yeah. um, like the mysteries. So, yeah. We so, get some more Kinman Doriana action from what I remember. I think he's in that book, right? Uh, in Survivor's Quest? Yeah. Kinman Doriana is in, is in uh, Outbound Flight. He's quite the a one bit. who's like talking to Thrawn most of the time. Yeah. Isn't he? he leads the Trade Federation expedition out there. Like he's attached to it as kind of Palpatine's representative or the Republic representative, because that's at the point where the Trade Federation is in the Republic. Mm-hmm. So Palpatine simp, yeah, yeah, uh, that is what he is called in the book. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, any other Star Wars news that you want to talk about? That uh, uh, Lego Star Wars has gone gold. I think, yeah, Lego the... Star Wars looks great. Um, not only is it went gold, but there was some new gameplay stuff shown last weekend or last week. Might have been this week, but a game just looks phenomenal. Like mm. this looks like a full AAA Star Wars game. Um, and they could have taken it kind of easy because like they've done the Lego Star Wars things in the past. It's been pretty kind of the games have been very good, but this looks like it's really going to be next level. So. Yeah, uh, it, it'll be our only Star Wars game coming out for a while, but we know that a lot's coming down the pipe as well. So uh, mm-hmm. it looks like it's going to do a good job of filling that hole in our Star Wars lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, other than that, I don't think there's been a whole lot of news. Uh, Ian McDermott kind of hinted at the fact that he might be returning uh, for Kenobi. I think that's most like more likely than not at this point. Yeah. Uh, even the concept art showed Vader talking on hologram to somebody. Um, I just think it makes too much sense. Like yeah. he's kind of got to be involved, um, and he's such a good actor. He's Ian McDermott is is probably like my. He's got to be one of my favorite Star Wars actors because yeah. he's so good. He's so goddamn cheesy in like the the best way, unapologetically, just totally hams it up. Yeah, has a total total fun with it, and it works. Yeah, and that's like it, it. Like Star Wars is, it's just, it's like George Lucas probably didn't think a whole lot about. It. He's like, let's make a character called the Emperor and just make him like the personification of pure evil. And it never really got much deeper than that. And it's the best. Yeah, there's no no reason for what he's doing. He's just a, mm-hmm. he's just a dick. He's just a dick. As Plagueis really highlights for us. Mm-hmm. He's just power hungry, and I appreciate yeah. that. Mm-hmm. You can relate to it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it is uh, weird in episode six with the special editions how like Palpatine is supposed to be doing the Force lightning, but instead he's just throwing packets of bite ramen at Luke. Yeah, well, I went down to the local elementary school the other day and uh, challenged the class president to one v one in basketball, then dunked on him. So, well, good job on that. I tried to dunk on him. I yeah, now I've twisted my ankle pretty bad. Okay, well, now the truth comes out. Mm -hmm. And speaking of the truth coming out. Luke and Mara are facing the truth of how in love they are with each other in tonight's yeah. comic book. Uh, so this is Star Wars Union. It's four issues. Um, I, I'm really of mixed mind about this because I really like the idea. I really like that. So this came out kind of at the tail end of the Bantamera as well. Actually, just after, I think, um, just after Vector Prime. Because Vector Prime came out, I think, in October. This came out in November of 99. Um, so also after the prequels and, or after, uh, the Phantom Menace, and you can see they've kind of realized that the attachment thing might need to be revisited at some point. Um, but, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm of two minds about this comic because I like what they were trying to do. It's like basically a celebration of all the characters. You get all your legends, fan favorites yeah. on an adventure. Well, not really an adventure, actually the opposite of an adventure, kind of just hanging out, preparing for the wedding. But it's executed so poorly, in my opinion, that it's really hard to okay. enjoy this comic or even recommend it. Okay, so uh, what do you think was executed poorly there? Well, okay, so for one, this was a, a Michael Stackpole uh, project. He wrote it. And the writing is okay, um, but the illustration is among the worst I've ever seen in comics, I think. It's... To the point yeah. where it's very, very, very difficult to figure out what's going on. 
Yeah, like you said, it's a celebration of a lot of the characters, but other than, uh, not even Luke and Mare, other than Talon Card, I was not consistently sure of who's who. There were a few shots Talon that Card were, one. and that's because of his gorgeous hair. I actually thought they did an amazing job with Talon Card, and I think I think I know why he's so much better. Um, if you look at the male actors, you can tell that the artist traced uh, or used film references for them. There was one, I took a note of this. There's one scene in particular, and I can find it if people are interested, where I think it's Cam Solusar is very clearly Nicolas Cage. It's very clearly a Nicolas Cage reference they're using for him. And this is something that Star Wars comics do all the time, yep. usually just with the main trilogy cast. Like they'll take screenshots of Han and Leia. Basically, I, I imagine they just put it through Photoshop or Illustrator or whatever. But this time, they switch between references for the same character. Yeah. So Luke will be Mark Hamill, and it's pretty easy to, to follow. But especially in number four, it's like the reference for Luke was like, what the fuck is going on? This isn't Luke. This is like... Someone I don't asked. even know. This is Larry Skywalker. Yeah, like Corrin Horn is one of the probably most inconsistent Star Wars characters mm -hmm. in any different appearance he has. But even within this, he changes so many times. Like, there's the the duel between Oren and Cam. Not a duel. Oh, is that like who it was between? I'm no, pretty no. sure, because I'm... It, yeah, no, I, I think so. And it just, it's... You can't tell who's who. I only knew that because it's only three people in the room, and that's the names Luke says, but they don't look like anything that comes up later. And like, there's so many places where I thought that Mara was Leia and back. And yeah. Vice I was going to say the women are in particular, very difficult to, yeah. uh, to follow, especially because like, I, th I think one of them's winter because she's talking about Tycho, but her hair switches between being white and not white. And I think one thing that sort of makes the issue worse is the fact that the whole comic goes with this style. It, it's a style that star Wars has used in the past and still uses sometimes where it's basically taking an image and removing all the details. Yeah. Um, so it's making it very flat. Uh, and it's just like, you've really, really struggled to, to tell what's going on. Um, yeah, the, the I cover, gave up trying to figure out which character was who. For most yeah, of like it. Wedge wedge at the end. It's like, what is going on? The cover art is much better. Um, like the cover art for for issue three it's got cam solusar and he looks just like he did in dark empire i or just like he has in the past rather where he's billy idol yeah with a lightsaber yeah like the uh the basic plot of this is just they're setting up the for anyone who hasn't read it they're basically just planning the wedding there's a few like uh uh shower events basically Including some literal showers. Yeah, I was gonna but... say. How many times can we get almost topless shots of the Star Wars EU yeah. women? <laughs> Which half the time, the only way you can tell them apart is their costume, because mm -hmm. it's something that like League of Legends had a lot of problems with for a while as well, where like the female characters are the exact same face model, just in a different costume and dressed mm -hmm. as little as possible. And mm. they seem to go that direction here as well, which it not great. But yeah, that's that scene where they're like in the spa. I couldn't tell whether the it was supposed to be the same character in like repeating frames, yeah. like moving across or whether it was different characters talking to each other. It's like it's such a mess. And 
in some books that would be okay or some comics it would be okay because the story would kind of you know tell itself or you'd be able to tell from context but in this it's really just about everyone hanging out and talking yeah but that's always been kind of my impression of what this was for it's just kind of supposed to be Mm -hmm. Pretty much pure fan service to just show Luke and Mara's wedding. and It's like the Citadel DLC of... Yeah. Uh, Which is... Like, I have no problem with that. Just the the art could have been better for telling the oh, characters yeah, totally. apart if that's I, what it's going to be for. I, I, in fact, I like that. I like yeah. that. Um, I, And I wish there were more of it because it is cool to see, like, these characters, um, you know, in this way. But yeah. it's just... It's so let down by the art. Also, I just sent you a picture... Of the uh, Cam Solusar art on Discord, if you want to take a look at that, <laughs> like that's def that's got to be Nick Cage. It's got to yeah. be. Um, for those who are wondering, it's issue one, about halfway through. So yeah, like the so the plot of it is just them getting ready for the wedding. Mara needs to find a dress. Luke and Luke and the boys go to a bar, get into a fight. Uh, the girls go and take down a swoop gang at a a Blurns ball event a Blurns ball match and there's kind of a b plot of there's some disgruntled imperials who are going to going to launch a terrorist attack on the wedding kind of show the new republic that they're in charge now and luke and mara get all these uneasy feelings about it but the resolution there is that everyone else comes together and takes care of it so that luke and mara never really have to interact with it other than one guy sneaks in and luke says mm. hey you don't have to kill us. We're all good people. And he's like, really? I can join? And then everything's fine. So it's nice to see everyone kind of paying back their debt to Luke and Mara. Yeah. As the... Yeah, I wasn't sure if there was going to be like a Yuzhan Vong hint or something. Because I'd never read these before. Um, and like the beginning of the second uh, issue kind of has like a thorny creature that looks very Vong-like. But I don't think that was meant to be the reference. Uh, I like. I thought that they might hint at that being the impending danger, um, but not really. So, so it was kind of nice that, and yeah. So one of the Imperials chooses to kind of sabotage their plan. He's kind of not cool with it, and then the power of love brings everyone together and yeah. whatnot. So definitely a different take, I guess. I thought it was kind of nice for the story. Yeah. So on the whole, celebrity thing. There's a lot of the cameos. Is the model for Mara in some of the frames Jennifer Aniston? This is like peak friends going on right now. Like there's the Bruce Campbell page. If you go to issue four, page 11, I think that is supposed to be model off of Jennifer Aniston on the. Let me, let me pull this up. Here, I'm going to see if I can. It's definitely not Shannon McRandall. I'll say that. I'll see if I can pull it up uh, on on the stream. What's I think the, that's what it's happening in the. Uh, the it's just Mara kind of looking to the left while Leia looks up to the left and Leia is saying, you're more beautiful than ever, Mara. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I can definitely I can see it. She's definitely somebody. Um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not. I'm not sure who she's supposed to be, but it's like the, the most confusing part for me was definitely the end of the issue. Um, I had no clue who, yeah, who was supposed to be who in that gunfight. Like Wedge, got I thought it was Han explaining to everyone, "Oh, we're gonna take care of everything. You don't have to worry about it." Then he tells Han what to do, and I'm like, "Oh, wait, that's that's Wedge." 
Can you go down uh, two pages or the next page after that one you're just looking at? Who's uh, the man with the widow's peak? The man with the widow's peak. Two like pages the, after? Sorry, it's the next page, actually. Okay. The man so, at the yeah. bottom who's, who's saying something in his voice I don't like. Who is that? So I put up on stream, that's, uh, oh, that's Tap Calf. Never mind. Uh, there. That's, that's my, I think that's Jennifer Aniston. Okay, Widow's Peak at the right. Uh, the guy who's saying something in his voice I don't like. At the very, the bottom left of the page oh, after the Mara page. that was, uh, that was Richard Nixon. <laughs> right? But who is it? Like, I think that's supposed to be, it? like, Hobby. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. Because there, so this is who he's talking about for anyone. You can see right up Wedge's nose. Because that's uh, one of the ones that's out supposed to be like, like Booster tells him to go back inside later, I think. Mm -hmm. He's one okay. of the, I think he's I one remember. of the Rogue Squadron people. I think it's Hobby. Booster also doesn't really look like Booster because he's missing his eye, which kind of bothered me. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, it like, Another kind of issue with um, the way the art is done here is that also look at the picture of um, of Mara and Luke um, kind of when they're holding hands uh, in like one of the last pictures. Like Luke has like seven different appearances, but um, one of the issues in this comic, the way that this is made, um, because they're using these reference pictures, it's often from when the when the actors are smiling or laughing um so it just all ends up just looking so bizarre and i know we're talking a lot about the art but it's obviously not a very substantial story it's fun because you're seeing them kind of hang out like half the story is literally about mara getting a dress yeah um but the art is just like it's just not good yeah it like the it looks fine it just doesn't look like anyone it, who it's supposed to look like yeah there were uh lando oh yeah. looks awful i don't think lando was based on billy d williams at all no he even looks bad on when like the front uh, covers though too yeah it's because it's hard to it's hard to capture just how sexy it is someone mm. said he looks like that version you know what i think he they're right he says he looks like the guy from man of men in black he means tommy lee jones i think mm -hmm. so yeah. No one um, no one looks like anyone. Yeah. Luke looks absolutely awful in Yeah, <laughs> Luke looks horrendous, especially these last panels. There's one where he's confronted by the guy who's got the the virus and he makes this thing with his hands. He's like <laughs> See if you can find it. It's like <laughs> like is that what the most or I'll send it to you. Is that what the most powerful Jedi master in the galaxy does? Hold on. Let me send it to you. Legends went with this, like this slicked back Luke hair towards this period, and it, it never looked good. It was but that was kind of the style, like in the early two thousands. Like, okay, I sent you the picture of <laughs> <laughs> like what's he doing? <laughs> oh my god! This is if you guys are podcast listeners, like this is one that you might want to come back and check out Corey's YouTube channel for Corey's Datapad. Um, just so you can kind of get a look at, or just read alongside, so you can get a look at some of the pictures that were yeah, like the the visuals in the comic, maybe what we're criticizing, but the visuals in this podcast are fantastic. 
we should um we should go and make like a poster from this comic with like the references so it's like tommy lee jones as hobby <laughs> like <laughs> for, we, like jennifer aniston as mara jade <laughs> uh, the whole luke, luke as a five head all like moth banner and the uh bruce banner and all the uh the whole imperial subplot it just kind of read like team rocket to me like they needed mm. a, a b plot to have some sort of conflict it was like just slip on a banana peel every step of the way. Mm -hmm. I don't know who's Jesse James and Meowth in that, but yeah, I mean, you you know the whole time their empire is not going to do anything. Yeah, I mean that's gen generally the truth as well, but in this case especially. Um, well, they have then, the yeah. uh, they have like two pages in the first or second issue dedicated to like showing off all the people, and it's like these are this is. Jorsten Glamstein and each mm -hmm. they have the little profile on the side of each thing only their name in it but uh, mm -hmm. it would make make them look all intimidating then they completely fuck everything else up and the moth's wife comes in and you're like oh this is where they're gonna really kick things into gear she's mm -hmm. giving out the orders and then they fuck up even worse and one of them betrays them they have the they think they have the opportunity to kill Luke in the bar fight and then one of them saves him it's like it just it wouldn't make a good wouldn't Mike send a message that we want to send if he dies in a bar fight instead of one of us <laughs> doing it? Can you imagine if that's all that, like, the Empire needed to do is just, like, be there when Luke's drunk and just... They could have just beat him up at any time? Yeah, there was no way Luke was actually going to die no matter what they did there, but it's nice yeah. that they had a, a hobby that they could... Well, not hobby. Yeah. He was... comes later, but a hobby that also, they Also, I, I sent you another picture of Tommy Lee Jones, and this is clearly him, um, and it's... It's he's not Hobby because he's re actually referring to Hobby in that oh, art. So shit, it could be Wes. I That's got to it's got to be Jansen then. It's it's Hobby Jansen, and Jansen yeah. guarding the. I'm not thinking of someone else when I see Jennifer Aniston. It's like it's Rachel and friends. I know who Jennifer Aniston is. I was alive in the '90s. <laughs> she was more famous than Baby Jesus. <laughs> it's like specifically, I think season four or five. Friends, because I think that's when she starts having her hair up, not the not the original like hair down the Rachel haircut. It's later on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No one has yeah. to agree with me. Just I I know who Jen France is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's I don't know. It's uh, th there's actually a few places where I liked the art. I will say. Um, I thought the errant venture looked good. Um, yeah, it's like a little bit red, and it's like it's got like some bits attached to it. Like it looks like I mean, it's you know you, you mean the you scene where it's like, getting painted, or do you mean later on? Yeah, yeah, where it's getting painted. Um, so I like that, and it looks like I don't know if it's got stuff attached to it because it's like a market basically. But I mm -hmm. thought that looked cool. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's like the ads that Booster gets plastered on it. Mm -hmm. Well, I think those are just the docks for for yeah. painting. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because that's when it's in dry dock. Oh, okay. I thought those were like little shops and stalls and shit that he had just. They were just kind of on the edge of the thing mm -hmm. because it had taken on a life beyond its kind of original one. 
we did get to see them loading into the skip ray and for a minute i didn't see like the tail of the skip ray so like are they getting on a fucking on the space yeah, shuttle yeah it looked like they were getting on the space shuttle <laughs> is that it it is supposed to be a skip ray it is a skip yeah, ray I, you can see the the I tail see the second the strike back. yeah so like yeah that's a space shuttle like that's definitely the space shuttle <laughs> yeah um i will say the uh the coruscant art looked good as well yeah um so the style works really well for background stuff because, you know, it's less detailed and that's fine when it needs to slip into the background, but the main characters need to be, you know, they need to be better. Yeah, like I, I really enjoyed the general visuals. It's just the, the character face blindness is not ideal. I, I personally didn't even enjoy the general visuals because it felt to me like somebody had a better picture that they put through like a a blur filter on photoshop or like a detail remover um it just the whole thing just kind of felt like incomplete to me i guess like everything was in the background if that makes sense um, Maybe. I, I, know, I know i'm being critical here and i'm not trying to be but for me this isn't something like dark empire 3 or rather empire's end i mean where i didn't like the style of art for me this is like a fact where the the art prevented me from fully understanding what was going on yeah uh, with the the whole shower thing, I mm. was I was reading this in my living room, and the way it's arranged, like on one side of the room, there's the couch, the wall with the TV to my mm. right, and then I'm facing the opposite wall on my desk at my desk. So are you saying Dana caught a reflection of a topless? Well, lady I was I was reading those pages, and it's like, oh god, don't look over here, don't look over. Here. <laughs> it's not what it seems. Yeah, they have a gratuitous scene of Mara like that in the Throne trilogy comics as well. It's just, it's a little strange. Yeah, don't know, don't know why. But yeah, um, I did like the uh shit. I want to find the picture. I think it's an issue three when like all the Imperials are together and. Mm -hmm. uh, they perverted it and made it political. <laughs> I, I, I got a lot of a lot of mileage out of that picture. Yeah, they're talking I, about you... like the legacy of the empire and the yeah. uh, all the imperial machines they have in the museums. Mm. Like this used to just kill people, but now they've made it political. <laughs> now it's political. Now the Death Star is political. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. Uh, I, I, one thing that I like too is. I think we get the first Antilles child in this, don't we? I forget uh, her name. Sile. No, there's the two of them because it's Sile and the younger right. one. And I, is that Jason? I that was a sister. Yeah, and they're like kind of flirting a little bit. Well, not flirting, but you yeah. Know, Jason says, uh, "Mom told me to come over and say you have a pretty dress." Then mm -hmm. Sile says, uh, "Yeah, until mm -hmm. uh, or is it until Sile gets through it?" But yeah, yeah, I know. I also like the fact that they're at the Jedi Praxium and they're, they're like, we'll leave Ganner in charge. <laughs> like, how low is the list of authority figures got to be that Ganner is number one? It wasn't <laughs> just line. Ganner. It was Ganner it was and Worth Skitter. Ganner, Worth Skitter. Like, is there nobody else around? Where's Streen? <laughs> well, Streen, I think, gets to come to the wedding, right? This is where yeah. all the riffs from NJO really come into play. It's all the people who got to come to Luke and Mara's wedding versus all the people who got left back to watch the nerds. Yeah, exactly. The nerds. 
I'm going to send you one more picture and then I'm going to stop. And I want you to tell me to my face that this is not a picture of like somebody suffering from oxygen illness, like <laughs> uh, in total recall. Well, the best like, picture is take like. A look at that. <laughs> like that looks like somebody who's like, I don't like. It looks like a really cheesy 80s movie effect for like someone who just fell 30 stories and landed on their back or something or well, got ran over by a steamroller. Did you know it's all in the wrist action? <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of great stuff in here. <laughs> we'll need it if we are to succeed. <laughs> Oh man, there's a lot of potential for memes. I, yeah. I wish. Yeah, my favorite might be the. Uh, I'll put it back on screen. The picture of Borsk and Elagos coming in with Talon and Mon Mothma. Like Borsk just looks. Bothan depiction, not great at the best of times, but. Uh, Elagos was good though. I knew who Elagos was immediately. Sure. Yeah. Like, it's clearly recognizable as a Bothan and a Kamasi, but mm -hmm. ba or Bor's face looks fucking awful. Oh, that's why that was replacing you. Uh, I can do this without replacing your face with the comic. If you do, why should go? If you have to replace me with that dude who just got ran over by a steamroller, you know what? I'm okay with that. <laughs> What page is that on? And then I'll pull it up too. Uh, or which comic um, or which issue? It's the second, the second one. I'm pretty sure near the end. Yeah. Tears, Elagos, uh, and Borsk. Yep, yeah, good stuff there. We also get a hot chalky scene. Yeah, Luke gets a lot of hot chocolate in this. Han orders him a hot chocolate and a brandy for himself. Orders him a double. Like, uh, give my brandy to him. <laughs> uh, Han He's was pretty good in this. I, I think Han yeah, was done I, I really liked, well. I liked Han a lot. He was kind of like the... I mean, it was, it was kind of an interesting story for like the... Um, you know, they're... You know, a guy getting married. It's it's something that, you know... Yeah, it's a Star Wars old, sitcom. Yeah, Never all got. these guys who have been through it are like, women suck, but really, like, don't fuck this up. <laughs> like, marriage sucks, but... Of course, they're not serious. They're just like it's it's the same shtick that you know. The it's guys a kind of tired shtick, but a little tired, yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm trying to get down to the to the face. This is going to make it the payoff all the better, though. The frame it all nicely. Mm -hmm. There it is. <laughs> what a face! Yeah, it's. <laughs> That you know, both of those are pretty good. Danta Irie, that's me at like about halfway through Bureau. That's the look I give Murphy at the end of, <laughs> of Bureaucart when I'm about to go snuggle with him. Time to go on the couch, buddy. Murphy's like when I when I'm going out to get my second two liter of Pepsi for Mixer, and Murphy's on the couch, and I just look over at him for a second. That's, Look. Other than that, other face is what he, what he, how he responds. There's not, not a resemblance. <laughs> it's unfortunate, but it's, it's true. So he's my dog, by the way, for people who aren't familiar with the Ek lore. He's not a, he's not a, a person who lives in my basement. I think we need to. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I, I think we could take that face. It's like, I feel like for one, we, we could find someone who could be Tacker or whatever his name is. <laughs> I'm definitely Dante about 10 beers deep. <laughs> Can you just replace me with him? <laughs> okay, hold on. I gotta figure out how he does this. He's like, close your oh, left eye and try to raise okay. your right eyebrow a little bit, and then just smirk a little bit on your left. Side. There you go. Angle your head a little bit further into your right. No, other way. Sorry, I, I couldn't hear. I had my headphones off, so. <sighs> Man. This ended up being a lot <laughs> a lot more fun. Oh my god, that was fantastic. So, you know the uh, the the tweet you made after our discussion about the NFT, like who's going to sell you yeah, NFTs yeah, yeah. in Star Wars? Yeah. Yeah. Did you see the picture I posted with like Rosh and Jaden? No, let me see this. It's just the, so, the thing where, like, Rosh is sliding in uh, onto the chair next to you in Jedi Knight. <laughs> yeah, okay. Anytime I scrolled past it after that, I just had, like, the jolt of, like, self-recognition that I'd get when I see myself in a picture with Jaden from there. Yeah. Yeah, that does that does look like It's me. not quite the same resemblance as you and that guy, but it was just the, the thing, like, if you walk past a picture or a mirror or something unexpectedly, like, that kind of, like, jolt of, oh, shit, that's me. That's what I got. Every and Rosh looks a lot like Charlie there too. Not in appearance, just in how I imagine <laughs> Charlie sits and talks to people. <laughs> Rosh absolutely has to be the character with the most NFTs. Yeah, he's de he's definitely up there. Um, Someone responded to that saying, uh, "They're all of Tavion's feet." <laughs> <laughs> I love how my thread just ended up. You could have just changed it to who's the scummiest character in Star Wars, <laughs> and it would have been no. It, with some exceptions, it wouldn't have been different. There were a few that I liked. Um, what's his name? The pilot from Jedi Fallen Order. That was kind of funny. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of Watto, Shizor, definitely Shizor would one hundred percent be a crypto bro. Um, <laughs> just reading some of these now. Uh, oh man, these there's some. There's some good ones. <laughs> Someone put the real reason Mando brought him in with the blue guy from episode one, just like cringing. <laughs> I, I think the most common one was definitely the death six guy from episode two. That and Watto. That's that's too. That's the low hanging fruit. Yeah, that's low hanging fruit for sure. For sure. I don't know. Someone the... did say Talon card. I don't know. No, he. I feel like. <clears throat> Yeah, talent card might have a Bitcoin mine, but so I there was something I was unclear on in this when I was reading initially. Uh, the swoop gang because I couldn't recognize the characters at the end. Is that like the swoop gangs are still kind of being their distraction? Then Booster no, I... sees them. He's like, "What the fuck are you guys doing here?" And they're like, "Oh, yeah, yeah, they know who they Booster. know." So I, th yeah. I think what happened is they just got caught up in the fight in the bar, right? Yeah. And then they're like, like they didn't, like they're not Imperials or anything, but you know, yeah. So they just, they're just trying to, you know, they're trying to find a good fight. Yeah. God, the fucking the fuck the picture of Luke 
at the altar has to be the worst one. I'm going to put that up. He looks, he looks like he should be in The Godfather in some of this. You, mean, you don't mean the one where he's gone? No. This is, I, that one's bad, but it's partially just so small. <laughs> this, the one where he's like, oh, I can't, oh, wait, it's just backwards. Tag yourself in Star Wars Union. I'm Godfather Luke. <laughs> His face just gets super round. Yeah. Doesn't... Oh, do you mean the one where he's walking away with Mara? Where he's no, like... not even that. But like every scene with Mara, it's like mm, this is this is like setting up for one of the shitty '90s sitcoms with like Kevin James and a woman that's way hotter than he is. <laughs> yeah, that's every one of them. <laughs> Silly fat man. <laughs> the whole... It's all just not great. Yeah. Who is officiating wedding? Is that Silgal or is that just another Mon Calamari? Oh, I don't know. You're asking way too much for me there. I, I feel like it has to be Silgal. Dude, I don't recognize the different humans. How the fuck am I supposed to rec recognize different Mon Calamari at this point? Well, it's just it's either Silgar, Silgal or Akbar, and yeah, because I mean, there's no other fish in the galaxy. Yeah, I mean, given the author, I'm gonna guess it's probably Akbar because you know Stackpole would definitely call his, his fishy brother in. Yeah, but it's it's still supposed to be like all the Jedi Order people, and but the Jedi Order ceremony was like the earlier one. Also, I found the most oh, yeah, Chad. Great. I found the most Chad version of Han Solo you're gonna see in your entire life. It's on. Um, it's the first issue or the first page of issue four, or the first actual page of issue four. It's literally the most Chad version of Han Solo I've seen in my entire life. It's like he's Nathan Fillion or something. <laughs> <laughs> he does look like he's doing a some modeling there. Yeah. Have to open that. Yeah. Here we go. Luke mean mugging the camera. Yeah. <laughs> the hardest kids you know. Well, I think that we've covered the plot very, uh, very in depth here. We got the, mm -hmm. the Jedi ceremony that we hadn't mentioned before. We had the the final ceremony. There was the whole thing of like, oh, does the is this going to be too religious if we have all the Jedi doing a Jedi ceremony here? Like the Jedi, there's no standard Jedi wedding. This was not allowed 20 years ago. But this would yeah. have been right before we found out that that wasn't the case. Uh, and well, Luke does I mean, mention. I, and, yeah, but, you can kind of because this would have came out after Phantom Menace, right? So uh, would it have been made some... though? Yeah, that's the question. I, I either way, it feels like they had some hints that the Phantom Menace kind of because yeah. Phantom Menace came out in May, so because I, I did ask if... Troy Denning about some of the NJO stuff, because some of it was would have been being made concurrently with uh Phantom Menace, and he said that they had like the authors there weren't told anything. I don't know mm -hmm. that uh they would have had anything 
extra for this. Either. I don't know what the time, what the turnaround time on comic books is, but I feel like that's something they could have added between May and November mm. um, to make this work. You know what I mean? Yeah, that could be. I could be wrong. I did a video about this that I'm going to be putting out soon, but uh, it does mention in Survivor's Quest, like Luke is talking about his relationship with Mara, and uh, he says that Yoda did tell him that uh, it's not cool for Jedi to. To get married or be in oh, yes, die die says there's a Toydarian in Union, although admittedly that could have been based off the trailer. Yeah, like that could have just been extra. This is a thing you can throw in. Yeah, I thought I saw one of Kiedi Mundi's. Um, what are they called again? Are you Syrian uh, right now? Syrian, yeah. I thought I man. Every time I hear Syrian, I'm like, what is Siri doing in Star Wars? Because when I listen to the audiobooks, um, yeah. also. <laughs> Um, uh, <laughs> this is really funny. I meant to mention this on uh, the podcast we did for Thrawn Duology. I was listening to the audiobooks for those, and I misheard. They they call Talon Nicarda a genteel smuggling chief, which yeah. I thought they said he's a Gentile smuggling chief, like a non-Jewish. <laughs> and like in my head, I just like said, okay, like that, yeah, okay. She's, Talon Nicarda's not Jewish, and kind of just like filed that away for later. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? <laughs> like the gentile smuggling chief okay got it it's not wrong but it's also not really (laughs) yeah (laughs) Uh, are there any christian star wars characters i get a buddhist vibe from talon card i don't know why and that's weird yeah you know is uh are the ang supposed to be like the in-universe stand-ins for is that what Cardis is doing? He's just in a, a Buddhist retreat right now. Probably, I guess. I don't know. I feel like he's off, like just doing mescaline somewhere, <laughs> or like just like in the desert, just like doing peyote. Maybe they do dunk on Luke a bit for not having been kissed before. Yeah. Uh, before meeting Han and them, so yeah, not very nice of them. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, the, the first action Luke got was with that Tauntaun, am I right? <laughs> Ever been inside anything before, have you, boy? <laughs> That's why your dad turned evil, too. <laughs> oh, well. Mm. This is fun. This is fun. Uh, do we have any anything else you want to mention about this? I mean, it's... it's uh, I don't think so. It's a, it's a fun experience. Let me just... I'm just going to read some of the notes I had. Um... Let's see drafts. I had no nothing good. <laughs> Just double check, nothing good. All right, so I did go through a lot of the emails that we've received in the last few weeks, and I've um, I've starred some of them for our uh, episode ninety nine because there mm-hmm. were actually quite a few questions, kind of dealing with. Um, Talking about the transition from Bantam to Del Rey and that kind of thing. Uh, a few questions about Book of Boba Fett. Uh, mm-hmm. So those will all be things that I think will work well for the Q&A video. Uh, yeah. I'm going to try to... If There were a few that were kind of similar, so I'm going to try to pare them down and kind of get the essence of all of them. Uh, so mm-hmm. we'll put out another call for questions to be sent in next week. But Yeah, and you've developed a new tracking system, right? So, uh, well, Did yeah, you just tell me about that? Yeah. The, the system is I click star for stuff we're going to answer in a future episode, 
Did and you I say you added them paste. to a spreadsheet? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, I also have a, a doc. Uh, either way, I think we're less likely to lose them now. But um, still, if you really want to make sure your question comes in before we do the big questions episode, then you should probably uh, you should probably resend it. Just in case. Yeah, probably. Especially if it's from like, listen, if it's from like two or three episodes ago, we didn't get to it pretty good chance we're not going to yeah i have some from the last uh at least since the start of february uh marked off but we'll we'll talk about that again at the end of next episode and uh we'll Mm -hmm. go from there i did uh collate some or combine gather collect some Mm -hmm. questions from the last couple episodes that were about or and from this last week that were about either union or vision of the future specifically uh, or the Thrawn, Hannah Thrawn duology, mm-hmm. uh, which we are going to answer now. It is only two, uh, two emails from there. But our first one comes from Tully, who says, love these two books for how much it makes you support the, this is about Hannah Thrawn, how much it makes you support the villains who put off their, wa- or who pull off their wacky schemes and that somehow works. Do you think they could have turned the tables on the New Republic if they succeeded at Bothawai and had not had magic space monks expose them? No. Yeah. No. They they don't have they don't have they're not Thrawn. Like as much as they want to be Thrawn, like yeah. the New Republic would have found the Kamas document in some way. Um yeah. I I don't think it was ever going to work really. The New Republic could have fallen apart with everything happening at Bothui, but I don't think the Empire was ever going to come back from it. Or like the the Empire was not in a position to beat the New Republic, and Pelion was kind of hammering that home that even if the New Republic falls over here, the second we become a threat again, they're all going to do the same thing again. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the basic plan of let's make them all fight each other at Bothui, and we're going to put three Star Destroyers there. Like mm-hmm. it wasn't them finding out the Bothans yeah. were were was not the... responsible. Yeah. They they had a much better plan that they started to pull off. They open the shield and then they go into one of the ships and start blasting from there. Mm-hmm. Because then it's like a false flag and you're also getting the damage done. But like w- the Empire, it's not needed. You don't need to wipe out every single ship or all of Bothawi in one fell yeah. swoop. Um, that makes it worse. So yeah. They, that- yeah. They never needed those Star Destroyers there. There was no point at which the New Republic would have been so busy fighting each other that they could have come uncloaked and been like, ha there's three Star Destroyers here. We're, we're all going to kill each other now and ignore that. Like, that was always going to pull the New Republic back together for at least mm-hmm. that battle. Yeah, exactly. If anything, the Empire would have wanted to stay completely silent yeah. and done nothing. Because they offer a common enemy for the... And that's exactly what happens at the end. They offer a common enemy for the New Republic, and that ends up really releasing a lot of the tensions. So Yeah, it was all about the wrist action. Yeah, all about the wrist action releasing tensions with the snap hiss. <laughs> and speaking of that, our next question from Andrew, who greets us both... He gives us both dark greetings and dark farewells. So, uh... Wow, you like that's a little I don't like the dark farewells. Don't 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 answer. Don't end with that, please. <laughs> well, he said. I had a quick thought about Vision of the Future, and that's that I noticed that everyone is growling in this book. I'm pretty sure every character whose perspective we get growls at least once or twice. 
and reply to someone else that they were upset at or whatever. No sardonically is the mean word from Zom, but I think Growl is definitely takes the cake in this book. I don't agree with there are a few words that I think appear more common than growl. I think everyone reverts to the fringe at least once. Um and there's a lot of soothing going on. There's a lot of points, uh a lot of soothing snap hisses when other lightsabers are around. Low whistles. Uh, <laughs> trills. Yeah. I, I agree that there were significantly less um there were there were significantly less uh sardonically. I there might not have even been a sardonically in the final novel. Well, uh if only we had a text document that had all the sardonics noted from the entire <laughs> oh, post and right. door. Uh so let's see. Let's open that bad boy up. Uh hey, you're an absolute you're an absolute freak for doing that, by the way. It only took two hours. Absolute mutant for doing that. <laughs> Oh yeah, Scourge we never read. Shit, where's Vision of the Future? Uh if I only if only I had done a better better job at organizing this. Vector Prime had zero. AOCHT had two. Don't know what that is. Uh, oh uh something Agent of Chaos Heroes Trial. Mm. There we go. That's what that is. Of course, of course. <laughs> Rolls right off the tongue. Crusade Bakura, none. Shadows of Mindor had one. Um, I can note that's shit. How the fuck did I even? Anyway, yeah, I I can do it. I I've got. I'm opening the book right now. Let's see. There's two uses, and uh, so it's not bad. Two sardonicles. Yeah. You got better. Yeah. See how many soothe. Oh, there's a lot of soothe. There's soothed and soothingly. One. There's at least fifteen soothed through soothingly. So. <laughs> the man knows. The man likes what he likes. I appreciate that. There's also there's whistled softly, pensively, suspiciously, softly, softly, um, softly, 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 impatiently. Blithingly, mm. or no, blithely. Sorry, blithely. Blithely, blithely. I don't know what that means. So, there are three hundred twenty-eight yeah. points in the book as well. Okay, people pointing things out, pointed out, point. Mm -hmm. That does include the introduction to stuff. And I say this as someone who uses the word essentially or basically about yeah. thirty oh, yeah. times. Yeah, I criticize uh, Timothy Zahn. <laughs> And then I listen to a 10 minute YouTube video where I say the same goddamn word about 65 times. Yeah. <laughs> but in our defense, we don't mm -hmm. have an editor working for it. That's true. That's well, true. You have Charlie, but not that yeah. kind of editor. No. Um, so is that is that all for questions? Yeah, those are the only two for this week. Uh, we'll probably get to a couple that come in with Survivor's Quest that are specifically about Survivor's Quest when we read it next week. Mm -hmm. And then week after that will be an hour of pure Q&A talking about anything that people want to talk about. Before we end today's video, um, should have mentioned this at the beginning, but we got the sad news that Tom Veach or Veach yeah. passed away. Um, I thought that was last week. Yeah, it was the, I think it was the 14th or the, the 18th maybe, but either way, it was, it was recently. So obviously rest in peace. Um, he... 
I, I only share this because his wife shared it, but uh, he he was 80, but his death was he passed of COVID, so his family was not quite ready. Um, so if you do want to, uh, Tom of course wrote Dark Empire, Tales of the Jedi, other comics both within and without Star Wars. So if you want, if you enjoyed his work and you want to support his widow, um, I'll put a link in the show notes and you guys can support, you guys can donate there if you want to. I'm sure it would mean a lot to his family. And uh, I'll throw yeah, it in the description as well after this. Yeah. Very, very sad. Uh, even, you know, it's sad that we're losing. We've lost a lot of star Wars authors lately. It feels like so. Yeah. Last month was Dave Wolverton. And uh, this mm-hmm. month, Tom bitch. Yeah. And yeah. So rest in peace, Tom. And, uh, we we enjoyed talking about your stuff, and we'll get to Tales of the Jedi eventually, um, because that's a very cool comic series. Yeah, well. we're gonna need the. Uh, there will be the episodes between the book episodes during NJO, where we'll probably do a comic series until shows come back. Uh, there was a bunch mm-hmm. of buzz about like something Bad Batch going up on Disney Plus yesterday that I don't think. Yeah, I talked to the guy. He he said, "Yeah, I shouldn't have said that." I, I'm not confident anymore. <laughs> I messaged him. I was like, so what's going on? He's like, maybe nothing. <laughs> like, oh, okay, nice. cool. Um, I still think we're going to get, and this isn't based on anything but my own guess. Like, there's no leak here or anything. I think we're going to get split season Bad Batch. Half before Kenobi, half after. That'd be nice. But, yeah. All right. Well, okay. we are going to be playing Elden Ring tonight. Oh, I'm so excited. So you're gonna be? Are you gonna be doing the YouTube or Twitch side? On I'm gonna X2? do Twitch. I'm gonna do Twitch. All right. So I'm gonna be on Twitch.tv slash Corey loses. X gonna be on Twitch.tv slash X two E C K S T O O, and mm-hmm. Charlie will be live on the YouTube side for X two. Uh, we're gonna be doing a drinking game version of it where we take a drink anytime we die. So it's gonna get messy. But uh, but yeah, I it took me four hours to beat the second to last boss in. Um... In Dark Souls Three, yeah, I, I remember I, messaging I you before it, but mm. the, each fight took about three minutes. So, yeah, I could have, I, I could have knocked out uh, a bar with how much I would have been drinking. I but, asked you uh, before oh. that stream, like, "Oh, do you have much left?" And you're like, "Oh no, just the last boss." Then I looked at the stream; it was like four hour and oh, three minute runtime oh, after the no. fact. <laughs> what did he do for yeah. four hours? And it was at the point where, like, I knew I was underleveled, but it was, like, almost like arrogance at that point. It's like, if I leave, I've given up, so i got to do it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but are you actually, like, are you excited, or have I just, like, forced you guys to do this? Because No, I, I was thinking about okay. playing it otherwise, and it was just like, oh, okay, how right. am I going to fit that into my schedule with, like, Warhammer mm-hmm. being kind of the game I'm doing on most of my other streams, so... Uh, mm-hmm. That guy is asking in chat, do you guys ever not do a drinking game? Thursday is our standard drinking, like, we'll do mm-hmm. the podcast or Beerio card or something. So this is just kind of mm-hmm. a more standard game taking the position there. Uh, yeah. But I was, I've been thinking about playing it. You didn't coerce us. Okay. I, it was so random. I just started playing Dark Souls, like, early February. I didn't even realize at the time that Elden Ring was a FromSoft game. And I was like, I'm halfway through... 
Dark Souls 1 and I'm streaming it and I'm like, man, I'm loving this game right now. I'm having so much fun. I think I'm addicted. And someone in chat was like, so have you pre-ordered Elden Ring yet? And I was like, what? <laughs> like, I was like, is that a... F-? I looked up, I was like, oh, that is a... F-. That's basically Dark Souls with different skin on it. So I'm very excited. I was so tempted to play it before the stream started, but I didn't. Mm-hmm. I launched it. I updated my drivers. So yeah, it'll be fun. Yeah, so that'll be in about half an hour, I think. We'll be getting started there. So uh, thank you for listening. Leave some uh, some positive reviews or negative reviews if you don't like us, but I don't know why you're still here an hour in at that point. Uh, yeah, on I checked whatever for platforms. and there weren't any, so put some new ones in. Tell your favorite stories about the, the first 100 episodes of TapCap mm. Transmissions. Uh, yeah. And send in your questions for our 99th episode. We will yeah. see you next week with another relatively long-ish Is book it? to cover. Oh, I haven't started it's, yet. It's, uh, it's 450 pages. Survivor's Quest, so get on that. We're keeping the, the Mara Luke train going. I don't know. I, I've only read this book once, I think. I only barely remember yeah. what happens. I don't so think there's... I don't remember there being a B-plot. It's been a long time since I've read it as well. Like, mm-hmm. at least 10 years. Uh, and I don't... I think it's all just Luke and Mara. Like, obviously yeah. they're with people, but like, there's no other plot line. I, I have a memory of reading, for some reason, I had a copy of the Thrawn duology, a Vision of the Future specifically, and I think Survivor's Quest when I was younger, at least Vision of the Future, and I, I didn't read the whole book, but I remember um, skipping forward to the part in Vision of the Future where they're talking about like the mysteries and the unknown regions. And I was like, so hooked. I wanted to know more than anything, what it was. And that was partially what kind of got me really into reading star Wars stuff. So, mm. yeah, cause it's a very interesting hook. Uh, the whole empire, of the hand stuff. And we're going to learn more about Thrawn and the goings on in the unknown regions this week. All right. Thanks for watching right. everyone. Thanks for listening. And thanks. For being you.